Hi, everybody. A quick message before we begin today's podcast. We have just released a free mini training called How to Work with Labor Pain to Have a Positive Birth Experience. Stay tuned for the end of the episode for more information. Welcome to Living a Better Life podcast with your host, Madeline Golick. This is a weekly podcast exploring a variety of topics on how you can live a better life, not just physically, but in all aspects of what it means to be human living in a modern world. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and should not replace professional or medical advice. This podcast is sponsored by Ecophysiotherapy, where their mission is to educate, empower, and rehabilitate you back to health. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Welcome back to our wonderful listeners of the Living a Better Life podcast. In this episode, we are going to be talking about matchmaking for wellness. My guest today is Heidi. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to, you know, dive a little bit deeper into this topic of matchmaking for wellness. But before we dive into that subject, I'd like to know a little bit more about you and kind of your journey into creating this platform for matchmaking. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, So I spent my entire, you know, personal and professional life in, you know, health and wellness. I was um, a a triathlete growing up as a competitive swimmer and went into kinesiology as a result and did a master's in rehab and spent my majority of my career in one of the pioneers of private health in um, uh, Canada, in Vancouver for 15 years. And during this time, as I was working as a clinician, I learned that how challenging it is for people to know exactly who does what and where to get started as we got a lot of people coming to us asking, hey, do you know like a physio who, you know, does like shoulder or do you know a dietitian that does gut health or do you know different resources that they needed and the search was not effective and easy. And I always wanted to solve this, but I didn't know how. So uh, 2015, I went back to school, got a global MBA, got started with, uh, uh, you know, health technology startups. And at the beginning of COVID, um, I started Prompt Health. And here we are now. It's always interesting to hear people's journeys of how they sort of went from one area And then it led them into this whole new area of their life and their passion and their purpose. And so thank you for sharing kind of the creation of Prompt Health. And so this is what we're going to dive into is learning more about what this is all about. So can we talk about like what is Prompt Health uh, specifically? Like I sort of said matchmaking for wellness, but like is it a website? Is it an app? Like what, what is it? And we'll start there. Of course. So it's an online platform and app, uh, both in iOS and Android. And um, it connects people to different health and wellness uh, services based on individualized needs. And when I say needs, a lot of traditional directories out there assume that um, the users know who they need to see. Um, And there's always more uh, solutions to a certain 
um, need or problem. Uh, so we went backward and we start from the need and there are different categories like um, mental health, nutrition, fitness, uh, women's health, men's health, uh, and et cetera. And from there, uh, people can search uh, what they're looking for, different options are provided to them. So there might be various kinds of providers offering the same solution. And then there are filters that they can narrow down their options. So if um, you want, um, so it's exactly like a dating app. Uh, you can narrow down if you want to see someone in, uh, close to you or if you want someone virtual, um, if you prefer to see um, a, a certain gender, so, so someone with a specialty with a certain age group like youth or elderly with a certain health condition. So you can narrow it down so it can be um, closer to what you're looking for and um, based on your preferences. Okay, so what you're saying is that it's different in a database in the sense that like, cause I get asked this question all the time. Clients will like phone our clinic and they'll be like, okay, I have low back pain, but should I see a chiropractor or a physio or a massage or an osteo? So it's interesting that you're saying it's going based on a need. For example, I assume like if I have a shoulder injury or my neck hurts, I can kind of type in that particular, like say neck pain. And what you're saying is the database will highlight to me all the various types of practitioners that may be able to assist me with that particular problem. And then I can narrow it down even. Exactly. Yeah. So there's actually a category pain management back. And then, so, and then it says for back pain, these are the type of types of providers that can help you. And um, there are a lot of providers, like maybe, maybe uh, you don't think, a lot of people don't know what an osteopath is, right? So it lists, hey, like you can see a chiro, physio, osteo, acupuncture, like there are different practitioners that can help you. Now, based on your preference, your location, your uh, maybe like age group, whatever the particular need is, you can even narrow it down more. And then there are more information on that provider's profile um, that, can help the person make a better informed decision as opposed to um, kind of like randomly. Yeah. Yeah. So what you're saying is like also, so when they're going through the list, because they might not know what a service provider does, there's more information for them to access, like what an osteopath is or what a physiotherapist does or a chiropractor that may highlight to them. And then they could say, oh, well, you know what? That sounds like something I would be interested in trying versus just kind of going to one practitioner or guessing, you know, this kind of provides them options to say, oh, okay, I have, you know, more than one way to be able to address this problem. Yes, exactly. So the provider's profile um, is populated in a way that all the information um, about them, about their education, years of experience, like all of that is provided on their profile. But one thing we recently added, um, which I'll go into that in more detail, uh, is that we were enabling the different providers to provide knowledge right on the platform. So they can share in whatever format that you're comfortable in knowledge. And that is another layer that allows um, the health seekers to learn more about that provider by seeing their knowledge, by seeing their blogs, by seeing their posts, by seeing their audio, by seeing their events. And they learn more about that person. So it's not just the static profile. 
um, there is more and they keep learning. And um, once they actually need to see someone um, with those expertise that they know who to go to. Amazing. So let's talk a little bit about on the provider side, because, you know, there's two ends, there's the providers, and then there's, of course, the people who are seeking the care. So I want to chat a little bit about how the app is helpful for um, helpful for providers, like, what are some of the features that are meant to like help create community as well as credibility, because of course, you know, there's all these different platforms that providers can be listed on, um, you know, how, what's unique or different about your app for the provider side? Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that because a lot of people automatically say, oh, they're like, I'm listed somewhere on another listing site. And this is not a typical listing site. Um, not only we're helping people to find the right practitioners, but we're giving the practitioners tools to promote themselves in an easier way through knowledge. Um, instead of us creating that for them, I think the providers are the true source of credible information and knowledge. And what we found out um, in the past year uh, on different social media platforms was the fact that a lot of non-certified people are, cre- are, are giving uh, information about health. Um, and, you know, Getting health advice from the right sources can be life-changing and getting it from places that are not the right sources can be life-threatening. And that's why we think it's super important for the health professionals to be more engaged in this era of where content is king and more and more people are creating content. One of the barriers is that it's difficult, it's time-consuming uh, to create engaging, entertaining videos. So we said, we're going to make this super simple. We're going to give you all the different formats or mediums that you know you would need to provide knowledge. So um, we're, uh, we just introduced this new social feature on Prompt from our learning over the past year. Uh, that the providers can uh, provide knowledge in a form of voice memo. So they can pick up the phone and say, hey, go do this for your back pain. That's it. That's the content, right? Um, so voice memo, uh, blog, um, text, like a, like a tweet, um, events or workshops. Um, a lot of the providers have created a lot of great events and classes and workshops over the past year with going online so they can promote that on Prompt Health. Um, and what we learned from our social media engagement was creating, providing value and knowledge is the best way um, to show people what you're about right? Instead of just like random promotions. So this is, this is it. So we're, we're giving all those uh, tools um, to provide knowledge and um, the, the users based on the area that they're interested in will receive notification that there is a new information. There's a new information. So that prompts them to keep going back, to keep learning. And whenever they need to see a certain provider, um, then they know who to go to. So that's one of the main uh, differences. So it's not only a place to connect based on needs, but also a place to learn um, all in one place. Yeah, I always, I I heard this a a long time ago, education-based marketing really is the most ethical way to do marketing, right? Because it's not, it's meant to 
share with you value mm -hmm. and education and content such that when the need arises, you exactly. have been exposed to the information versus, you know, high pressure kind of sales type of marketing that works maybe in other industries, but it gets a little tricky in the health and wellness space. Absolutely. And I'm so happy to hear that from someone like yourself, you know, coming from a health background. Yeah, like we, you know, and I come from that background myself. And I truly believe in that because the, the health providers are the source of credible information and knowledge. And that's where it should be shared. Um, and we're enabling them with this platform. And I think you were mentioning in one of our previous conversations that there's this opportunity for practitioners to be able to re like refer and recommend. So kind of that community base that is also really kind of helpful from, um, oh, lost her. Well, you know, technology is great, but sometimes we lose connection. Anyways, I think we got uh, cut off where I was asking you about um, your platform, having the opportunity to recommend and also allow for referrals between practitioners, which could be really helpful because I find myself always having to kind of look and search for a particular area or particular practitioner. So how is this app kind of helping with that? problem. Yes, absolutely. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, so this is a big thing. Like when I was working as a clinician, a lot of times people would come and say, do you know someone who can help in this and this? And coming from another practitioner or for another expert um, provides that much more value. And um, we always tend to recommend people within our circle and people we know, but there's so many other people, right? So we've made inter-referral possible within Prompt Health where um, different providers can recommend each other. So in another sense, can endorse each other. And a great way to learn about other practitioners who are from all across Canada is from their knowledge as well, because you get to know them based on what they're providing. And um, hopefully everybody can, more le can learn more about each other and they can recommend each other. And that provides that other layer of trust for the users when they come and uh, they, they find a provider when they see recommendation by other providers, uh, that's that much more valuable. Um, a lot of the review systems in the traditional directories are not authentic because you don't know who provided these reviews. Uh, a lot of them are static pictures of reviews that, are, you know, again, it's not uh, truthful. Um, so this way, we're, we know who the providers are. They've already been vetted. Um, they've already been approved to be part of this platform and they're the people who can recommend each other and um and the whole goal is to make um you know have a better online trust yeah i think that's great uh great way to be able to you know build that credibility because i was just thinking about you know some you know google reviews can be helpful but they can also be not exactly 100 percent truthful and the reason i say that is that we literally had somebody leave us a Google review that like, we don't even, they, they like talked about a service we don't even offer. Yeah. I was like, so we know that this <laughs> review isn't in fact a real review. Right. But that's a challenge. Right. Because if, you know, if we didn't address it, you know, yeah. we just comment back being like, we don't even offer this service. So I'm not 
sure that you have the right clinic. Um, But in this way, it's, you know, practitioner to practitioner and everybody's been sort of approved to be on this platform, which is great. So I want to talk a little bit about like why it's important to have like a variety of practitioner types and kind of weaving into that, you know, should like alternative and holistic medicine and biomedicine really be separated? Because I know that you have a variety of providers that um, I guess if we go to the more traditional classification would be considered like alternative or holistic. And then on this end, more of the like medical side and, um, you know, do they need to be separated? Should they even be separated? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I, I wanted to get your take on that. Absolutely. So we said, if we're talking technology and we're talking innovation, let's shake it up. For the longest time, conventional medicine has been separate from a holistic and complementary care. And why should it be that way? During the whole time I was working as a clinician, we got people coming to us and we had a multidisciplinary approach. We had like physicians and we had allied healthcare professionals, but a lot of them said, where do I go if I want to see a naturopath or where do I find information uh, for a chiro or like other different practitioners? And we didn't have it because they were considered alternative. But why alternative? When we talk about wellness, wellness encompasses physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, all of it. It's a holistic approach. So what is a holistic approach? It's something that encompasses all of it, right? So our approach at Prompt Health is um, wellness. We talk about holistic approach to health. Any provider that views wellness like that can be part of the platform. It can be a doctor. It can be um, a Reiki practitioner. It can be anyone who believes in a, a holistic approach to health. Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting because, and maybe I have a personal bias because of the information that I'm seeking and the types of courses that I'm taking and the way. So what I'm hearing more and more of is like what we say at biopsychosocial model, right? So that you have the biology and then you have the social aspects and the, mm-hmm. the mental health aspects. And so I'm hearing more and more often, you're starting to see it show up more and more in scientific literature that, you know, what we thought was helping people to get better actually may not be exactly that. There are these other aspects, you know, the spiritual side, the uh, soul side, right? We're not just a body made of parts, right? And also all of these parts talk to these other parts, right? Like our head and our mind is not separate from our body, nor is it separate from sort of our existential purpose here as humans. And so being able to look at aspects, and I mean, for example, you know, there are consequences to not having a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Feeling like you have no purpose in life. Well, it's really hard to get up in the morning and like be motivated if you sort of lacking that passion and purpose for life. So if you have a mental health provider that can help you work through that, or, you know, I'm even thinking like life coach or something, you know, somebody's that, that's helping you find yourself. Well, that also impacts our health and our mood and our emotions. So I think it's really important to see that integration coming in. Absolutely. And especially what happened 
uh, over the pandemic. Uh, there is more awareness about um, wellness and everybody are now seeking wellness. And what's happening, um, you know, there was this stigma of like mental health is gone. And a lot of people are talking about like physical, mental, but then the spiritual, emotional, social was really highlighted, right? And, you know, when, when we actually had conversations around this, we asked people, like, what do you think about wellness? And a lot of people brought up the whole spirituality, soul, and like all of that. So the whole mind, um, mind body approach um, is, is huge. And this should all be part of wellness and this should not be separated unless the approach we're taking. Amazing. So what do you feel? So is that the sort of innovation that you feel that you've made with this app or are there other parts of your app or other parts of this um, platform that you feel is innovative as well? So the first innovation that we started with last year was the, the approach that, hey, let's start from your need as opposed to provider type and match you based on your need. And as I mentioned, what we learned over the past year from social media was uh, the fact that a lot of the health and wellness professionals are not either present or if they are, they're not super active and they're the people who should be. I, as a health professional, I think it's our responsibility to provide the knowledge uh, that we have. Um, so we're the first social platform in wellness that I know exists. Um, we created all these features so um, providers can share information all in one place. There are lots of other social media apps, but they're not particular for wellness. And it's a crowded space. And, you know, and you have to compete against all these other people creating health content that are not necessarily uh, certified. And we've created this hub and it is a place that people are already verified. That's why they're in this platform. And why not, when you come to a place to find people, you also learn from them. So that's how we made it possible. Amazing. So let's talk about like the user side, right? So we've sort of talked about the benefits for uh, practitioners and kind of to summarize that I make sure I got it all is firstly, um, you know, pe people can find them, right? So people you want as a provider people to find you. There's the opportunity of having other practitioners recommend. There's the opportunity for referrals. And there's this opportunity to share sort of content in a variety of forms uh, that you don't necessarily have to, like, you don't have to create your own blog or, like, start an Instagram account per se and have all these, like, 14 different platforms. Everything is right here to make it easy for the practitioners to share. So that's kind of the benefit on the provider side. Okay, so let's talk about the users. How is this, how do you, like, how is this app beneficial for users? So um, to start with, it's free. <laughs> and um, it's a resource. It's a resource that allows you to find um, different providers and services easier. Um, the provider space is very fragmented, you know, and um, everybody are doing their own thing. Everybody have their own websites and on the websites, they list all these services that they offer. And imagine like how hard it is for people to uh, Google someone, find thousands of e websites and having to go through the websites and read through like paragraphs of services that exist. We're trying to simplify that. 
um, you, you know, you just go on one search engine, type what you're looking for, or, or if you don't know what to type, there are categories that you can look at and it, which prompts you um, to search that practitioner. And um, over time, uh, we just introduced the social feature. We're hoping more and more practitioners to start using it and incorporating it. Um, and there's more and more knowledge shared there. And the vision is for people to not only come here to connect with practitioners, but also learn through the content that's created. Uh, so the benefit is learning and finding resources all in one place. Um, there will be notifications that can be turned on or off if the person wants to be notified when there is a new information shared. So let's say if I'm interested in mental health and I want to learn everything about men, like anxiety, or for example, every time there is a new content created, I get notification that, hey, like go listen. And if, and if I don't, you can turn it off, right? The option is there. Uh, we also added um, companies and uh, uh, wellness companies can have a space on the same platform. They can receive endorsement recommendations from providers. Um, and the goal is, again, to boost online trust. Um, and they can provide um, any like discounts or promotions they have, so which is another incentive for the users to come because not only they're going to learn and connect, but they can receive you know, any information about upcoming like events or seminars or discounts and things like that. And the idea is to keep people coming back. Um, and that's what we're hoping for, to create a lot of engagement for everyone. So it's essentially the ecosystem of wellness where users, providers, and companies can all be in one place and engage with each other. Amazing. So you're saying then also these other companies may be offering, you know, promotional products or, or coupons or, yeah. you know, um, discounts that may be specifically related to something. Again, it's not just about the knowledge, but there could be some tools and some yeah. things that can help us along that wellness journey, right? Exactly. And it can be any company. It can be an app. It can be a podcast. It can be, um, um, you know, supplement. It can be any wellness related company can be there and the providers can endorse them or give them recommendation to boost the online trust, um, which we think is very valuable. Um, there's a lot of times I remember, like when I was working as a clinician, people would come and say, um, do you know an app in like fitness or an app in like mental health? And it's like that much more valuable for that coming from a trusted provider, right? So we're um, allowing that to happen within the same uh, platform as well. And that's really helpful. Like just thinking about it from a provider perspective, because, you know, when I get asked those questions, it's like, it's also on the provider side difficult because we're now Googling to, exactly. you know, reach out. Or sometimes I have to go to like a Facebook group of other yeah. of my yeah. colleagues to be like, hey, do does somebody know somebody who does this? Exactly. Right. And so then yeah. there's this like lag in time in order to be able to take that information from one end to another. Yeah. And, and that's exactly my experience um, when I was working as a clinician. And a lot of people come to you as the expert and ask for your advice on their health. Like, who do I see for this, this, this? Who do I trust with, you know, which app, which product? And you're the trusted source. So if you can provide your opinion on those things, it's that much more valuable and, it, you know, boosts online trust on all of that. 
So let me ask a couple of other questions that are just popping into my mind right now. Um, is it just Canada or is it worldwide? Is it US? Like where are things at? Because I have listeners listening from everywhere. So I just kind of, it just popped into my head. I'm like, is this for everybody or is it just a current geographical area? So it is for Canada right now, but we are planning to open up the app in US next month. Um, so stay tuned to, for that. Um, and yes, hopefully it will be worldwide because, you know, it. you might, you know, the vision is if you're searching by your need and that need might be uh, a very, you know, unknown disease or niche or something that um, someone in another part of the world might be able to offer that solution. And imagine if that much, if that it could be that much easier, right? Because essentially we've created a search engine um, that's only in this space and it's making the search that much more easier. So if you could come and like type, you know, that thing that you're looking for and it shows someone in another region has the solution for you, it provides that much more value. Um, so yes, that um, we are in Canada. Um, I'm Vancouver-based myself, but we have providers from all across Canada on the platform right now, and it will be open in US next month, and hopefully we'll go from there to more regions. Amazing. Yeah, I wanted to make sure that also it's available in all the provinces of on. If I was going to say of Ontario, <laughs> I wanted to say all the provinces in Canada. So that there's providers already listed in. Yes, right we across. have providers from all across Canada right now. Um, our biggest, um, uh, you know, we have more providers on bigger cities like uh, from uh, Ontario and uh, BC. But we're hoping to get more and more, and hopefully get the message out there so more and more people from all over Canada join. Amazing. So let's talk about if there are providers listening and they want to be involved. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular process that they need to go to or where, how, how do they, is it, is it like an application? Like how, how do you sort of vet providers and what should they sort of expect in terms of like getting onto the platform? Yeah, for sure. So you can go to prompthealth.ca um, and um, there is a button that says get listed. You can, you can create a profile. Um, we have a free version for a basic profile. Um, we want everybody to be on the platform. So that's why we created that. And um, you can um, create a basic profile with that. If you want more enhanced features um, to list your you know, courses and um, more information about who you are and um, into referral and booking and all of that, then there is that's enhanced um, and that's a paid subscription. And we also have a center profile, but just that's for centers that have multiple providers. Um, once we receive, uh, once somebody creates a profile, we receive a notification that a profile is created. Um, right now we do a qualitative approach into uh, checking everyone to make sure they actually exist or associated with a um, with an organization, uh, they have certification. And um, so we do all of those background checks and we do um, make sure that uh, these people are certified uh, before we actually approve them for it to show up on the on the um, platform. 
if they go one step farther uh, and upload their certification, and that right now is optional because we don't want to make that a barrier for signing up, uh, they receive a blue tick, like uh, check mark beside their profile picture saying they're verified. So that just you know, gives a signal that they've gone that extra step. Um, and um, that's our process right now. To make sure. And then on the user side, you know, it process pretty similar, like go prompthealth.ca and they just click a button and then they get a free profile as well. Is that, oh, lost her again. Okay, so I was asking about users and how users can access the platform. Is it the same? Go to prompthealth.ca. I'm sure there's a tab there yeah. that they fill out and then they create a profile. So um, so we want to make it as simple as possible. Um, so uh, for the user, they can browse everything without signing up. So you, there is no sign up required while browsing. Um, once they decide to um, leave a, 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 you know, a request for someone or connect with someone, that's when they need to actually log in and create um, a profile. Um, and on the app side, um, you know, for any app, once you enter, it asks you who you are. So you either like put in your email or log in with Facebook or Apple um, to log in and you go from there. Amazing. So where else can people find you, follow you, um, you know, if they're in the U.S. and they're waiting to see if this is, you know, when and if it, you know, I shouldn't say if, when it becomes available, you know, where are you at and where can people find you? So uh, aside from the site, which is prompthealth.ca and prompthealth on the app store on both iOS and Android, um, we are on every social media pla um, platform. Um, so you can find us on Instagram at prompthealth, um, Facebook, um, YouTube, um, Clubhouse, TikTok, everywhere, Twitter, everywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. And I'm assuming they can find you under prompt health and, and anyways, we'll put the links LinkedIn. Yeah. Into, yeah. And we'll put all the links into the show notes. So it makes it super easy for you to find where you're looking for and what might people find? Cause you mentioned YouTube, you know, what, what might people find on your YouTube account? And I think you mentioned you have a podcast too. We do have a podcast too. As, as I was just, I was like, what did I miss? Yes, there's a podcast on uh, Google, Apple and Spotify as well. And, um, and the podcast is interviews with different health experts uh, from all across North America on different health topics. And the vision for that was just educating people on what different providers do. Um, so that's also available um, on all of those channels. On YouTube, it's just um, just a snapshot of, um, so there are some interviews, some stuff about prompt health, some short videos, uh, just a snapshot of different things we've been doing. Amazing. So you got to go to the show notes, make sure you check them out on all of their social platforms because they are putting out information and interviews from experts, not just, you know, people wanting to necessarily share without the credentials. 
you want to make sure that the information that you're getting is good. So be sure to check them out everywhere or whatever platforms you are using. Heidi, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule. It sounds like you have a lot of things <laughs> on the go and Prompt Health is growing and hopefully we'll be going worldwide with all these amazing features. So I, I do want to express gratitude for taking time to uh, share with my listeners the wonderful things that you're getting up to. Thank you. It's abs my absolute pleasure. And um, I'm so thankful for having this opportunity to, you know, share this um, with you. And it's, you know, so valuable for me to talk to like a health expert like yourself um, and uh, share this with your audience. Um, so I'm happy to be here and thank you. Yeah. And we want to thank all of our listeners who join us every single week on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe and you can find the subscribe button on my Instagram account at living a better life podcast. And of course, we're also on wherever podcasts are playing. So if you're not subscribed, just be sure to hit that subscribe button and share out with people who, you know, if they're saying, oh, you know, my back's hurting, be like, hey, I was listening to this great podcast. There's a great place you can go and find a bunch of uh, practitioners that can help you. So, you know, you can tag them on social media, on our posts for this podcast, or share the episode out with them, because you never know who you might be helping just by sharing out the episode. So on that note, we want to thank you all for joining and we'll see, well, we won't see you. I always want to say, I want to see you next week, but we will connect next week on the podcast. Bye for now. Hey guys, thanks for hanging out. So as I mentioned at the beginning, we have recently released a free mini training called How to Work with Labor Pain to Have a Positive Birth Experience. And in this mini training, I take you through what pain is, how labor pain is different than like an acute ankle sprain type of pain. I talk about the three different ways that you can work with pain. And then at the end, I actually teach three different ways that you can work with labor pain to have a more positive birth experience. If you would like to access this free mini training, you can go to courses.ecophysio.com forward slash mini training, or you can look in the description of today's podcast episode at the end of the description, a link will be there for you to get the free mini training. Hope to connect with you there. Thank you for listening to Living a Better Life podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our show to stay up to date with our latest and greatest episodes. We would also love to hear your comments, suggestions, and reviews. Thanks again. Until the next episode. Bye for now.